Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And And we're back. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray, here. I'm with my boy, Connor. As always, we're with our girl, Sarah. Welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we want to remind you to check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash Sports for just $5 a month. That's right, $5 a month. No tears, no nothing. Just one tier for 5 bucks. You will get an exclusive podcast Sunday through Thursday from yours truly and my boy, Connor, over at patreon.com slash Sports. And hey, if you're looking for other ways to support the show, why don't you support it in style by checking out the Dear Pats Nation merch shop? You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise. All right, I want to jump right into this. March 17th, we came out and did a show. Yep. And I broke that. I got this message from somebody that said, the Patriots have one big move left, but it isn't happening anytime soon. Bill was given the green light to do whatever it takes this season. I got the answer today to what that is. Now, I need to point a couple of things out before... I read the message I got. Why was I told this and no blue check marks are reporting it? I ask myself the same question. <laughs> it was once explained to me that a lot of times blue check marks sit on this kind of information because they don't want to reveal it in case it doesn't turn into fruition or they're not quite sure. So they don't want to put out something that's not true and look stupid. They have reputations to worry about. I, on the other hand, well, I don't have much of a reputation left, so I got nothing left to ruin. Here's what I can tell you. The person who sent me this information, in my opinion, has no reason to lie to me. They're close to the team. They offered this up. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just going to tell you what I was told this morning. Take this to the bank. Bill is trying to move up in the draft. He's actively talking to multiple teams. The one thing holding them back is the player that these teams are asking for in the trade package. Multiple picks are involved along with a player. Both teams that he's negotiating with want Gilmore 
and Bill is hesitant. Mm-hmm. So we have talked a lot about what this big move could have been. And I think the consensus was that they would trade up for a quarterback. Now they didn't say he was trying to move up in the draft for a quarterback, but I'm going to leave that to assumption. Right. Just so you know, I followed up with, is that your guess or is that what you've been told? Either way makes perfect sense. And I got a simple response back of told. Nice. Now, the reason I say that this guy has no reason to lie to me is because I'm not supposed to say that he told it, said it to me. You know, Mm. I have no proof, but this message I just read to you. What's your guys take on all of this? This is exactly what I was expecting and hoping for at this point is that they would move up and get a quarterback. I mean, especially with the signings today, they've went out and literally covered every single hole. There's not much left for them to address in the draft other than depth um, and the quarterback of the future. So if the quarterback of the future, like we've gone over the past, you know, a couple weeks probably isn't going to be there at number 15, they're going to have no choice, but to have to move up. Um, I just find it interesting about the whole Gilmore thing because we've all kind of thought that Gilmore might be somebody on the trading block. I I guess if they have to give up Gilmore, I'm on board with it. But this all makes sense to me. I think the Patriots will move up. I think they will go for a quarterback in the in the top ten. So so we'll see. It it sounds legit. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not surprised about it because you know, as you said, we've been talking about this for weeks, and it was always kind of like. Gilmore seemed like the best that they could trade. Um, but I'm not surprised either that he's a little hesitant about it. Like, yes, of course, last season there were rumors about them maybe shopping him and wanting to trade him, but maybe he's not comfortable with the cornerbacks that he does have. I mean, they still haven't re-signed JC Jackson yet. Of course, uh, they signed him to the for the second round tender, but maybe he's not loving a cornerback um, that's still available in free agency. Maybe he's not loving one that's coming up in the draft. I don't know. So it doesn't surprise me that he's a little bit hesitant because he's had a good um, secondary for quite some time. So, but I mean, if it, if it comes down to getting the quarterback of your future, as much as it would suck to lose Gilmore, I feel like you have to do it. Yeah. Um, see, I've been going under the assumption that Stefan Gilmore was going to get traded this season. I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about, is it really the time to do it? Is this really a smart move? Right? Right. But yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's, if you're going up to get your future quarterback, I, I don't think anybody on the team's untouchable. If you're going up to get your, your future, like nobody, not a single player on the team. I don't want to say that a cornerback like Stefan Gilmore is a dime a dozen, but there's like, over a hundred cornerbacks in the NFL. Right. And they've done a very good job at replacing cornerbacks throughout Belichick's entire tenure. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't really, I don't have sources just so everybody knows. (laughs) I was a little shocked when this information was even offered up to me as, as Sarah and Connor know from the first time they messaged me. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Um, so to get the follow up today uh, at eight thirty eight this morning, that's how my, I've been sitting on this all day. I know he teased a little bit of it on Twitter, but yeah, you again, texted me at like five something in the morning. So I woke up to it and I was like, what is happening? Your time. Nice. Yes, my time. time. Yeah. So let's again, and I'm only sharing this because, well, I couldn't hold this to myself because what am I going to say? I knew this. I knew that if it does happen, I knew this for months. I was asked if I could share it. He said, yes, please just don't share my name. Yep. Um, and I think there's obvious reasons he doesn't want me to share his name. Mm-hmm. Anybody who doesn't believe me and thinks I made this up, I sent a screenshot to Connor and Sarah. They're my only backup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to say yeah, no, that this is real. No, I, I definitely think it's legit. Yeah. Well, um, and I was like, I was so intrigued this morning. Cause like I said, I literally woke up from my alarm and then i had a text and i was like what is then you were like tonight's show should should be fun and i'm like what is happening so i had to like read it really quickly and yeah no it's legit it was legit legitimately sent to you so i was given this information this morning people are asking is this information months old i was given this information this morning mm-hmm. i yep. was told two weeks ago that belichick still has or last week whatever that belichick has one big move left mm-hmm and that's all he gave me. I said, can you give me anything else? Basically, it was no. And then this week, he gave me this. So It makes even I, more sense based off of what he's done in free agency. I mean, even as of today, it makes more sense that this was going to be a big move in the draft. Right. For sure. I'm seeing a lot of people screaming no for Gilmore. And yes, yeah. Gilmore could be one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, uh, guys... I'm sorry. Quarterback is so much more important for sure. And this is a good draft. They're in the best possible place right now that they've been in for quite some time to try and move up and get a quarterback. So they have to take advantage of it. Right. Right. So anyways, um, that was, was written to me. Take it as it is. Believe it. Don't believe it. Again, when I said to you, why do I have this information? I, I don't know. This isn't something regular that we do on this channel. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you guys? It, okay, so let's go under the assumption that this is accurate information. Again, I don't see why this guy would lie to me unless mm-hmm. he really doesn't like me and he's just setting me up to look like an idiot. But I mean, that's every second day on this show, right? So, <laughs> um, two teams, like, what do you think that is? Like, we've talked about moving up to four, we've talked about moving up to five, we've talked about 10, who sits at 10, what quarterback do they want? I think that they're going to try and move up to five. That's that's my presumption, just based on the fact that it's the Bengals are at five. If I'm mm. if I'm correct, and we know that the Bengals obviously aren't going to be interested in a quarterback. We know that there's going to be a plethora of options still there. I think that would be a good opportunity to move up, and I think that if they do want to trade Gilmore, the Bengals are a team that would likely be looking for a top top ten cornerback. So that they could be the perfect trade partner. It just depends on who Belichick's actually going after, too. I think that's the thing is that there were like four or five quarterbacks, obviously, including Trevor Lawrence, which obviously isn't going to be an option. I just want to see who's the one that he's actually dead set on going after. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, they're even mentioning it in the chat tonight about them going up to number four with the Falcons. Although I, I would yeah. I would question it just a little bit because, yes, they extended 
um, Matt Ryan, but do they have a future? I mean, Matt Ryan's getting older. I think he's 36, 37 years old. He's not going to be around much longer. So they're in the perfect place too to draft a quarterback this year. So, I mean, dropping down to 15 is not ideal for them if they're trying to get a quarterback. So it would be interesting if they could try and convince them. I mean, I think what Connor said, going with the Bengals makes sense. I've seen people talk about trading with the Lions at number seven. Um, you know, they just got uh, Jared Goff. So yeah, it's possible there. Although seven is a little bit low. It just depends on where <laughs> what everyone's going to plan on doing and who they really want to go after because seven might be too low if they're trying to get someone um, well, no, if they want Trey Lance or Mac Jones, he'll be available at seven. Right. That's the thing. It depends on who Belichick's going after, because if he's looking for Mac Jones, I mean, they could try and go to like maybe even 10th. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if he's looking, you know, it depends on who he's looking for. If he's looking for Justin Fields, then he's probably go got to go up to that four or five spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking at it, right? And And I've said this the whole time, that Justin Fields is the – the wild card in all this and Atlanta is the wild card in all this. Right. Cause so there's basically, there's Trevor Lawrence, there's Zach Wilson, there's Justin Fields, there's Trey Lance, there's Mac Jones. Those are the big five. Mm-hmm. We know that Jacksonville is going to take one. We know that the jets are going to take one. Assumingly Miami's probably not going to take one. Let's say Houston or let's say, I mean, Atlanta, they take fields. That leaves you with two. You know that since he's not going to take one, I don't think Philly's going to grab one, but they're always a wild card. Right. 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 Detroit won't, and Carolina will. Carolina will, yeah. So you got to so, get you gotta get in front of Carolina. And then Denver probably will, too, at nine. Yep. So you have to get in front of Carolina if you want to take your choice. If you're behind Carolina and Denver, by the time you get to Dallas at 10, all five of those quarterbacks may not be available. Yeah. yeah. I did a poll today. I don't know if you guys saw it. About I did not. Asking people um, if the Patriots moved up in the draft, who would they want? And actually, shout out to Pat's Cap because he tweeted me. So it has over 5,000 votes, which is insane. Nice. Um, and the front runner, which I don't know if it's just the flavor of the week because Patriot uh, media has been talking about the Patriots being interested in Justin Fields. I don't know. But he is the clear winner with 41.5% of the vote. Oh, wow. So really? Out of the 5,000 people who answered it, they really want Justin Fields. And if that's true, like you were just saying, they'll have to be pretty, pretty high to get him. Second place is Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones in last kind of surprised about, but again, it just kind of seemed like the way that the things have gone where it was like Mac Jones was the favorite first. And then it was like, then it became just uh Trey Lance and now it's Justin Fields. So yeah, for sure. Very interesting. It's all over the place. I think that the, I think that I think if Atlanta doesn't trade out of four, I think they take a quarterback. I do too. Yeah. So they need someone behind uh, Matt Ryan. So. I mean, we're going to find out in 36 days or whatever it is. 35 days and 22 hours. Up. Oh, my gosh. It's so far away. That's not really. Well, five That's weeks. G- just saying it I know. that way just sounds like so far. It's the same thing with free agency. And then when it happened, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, though, right? Like, that's that's the thing. It, it's... You... It, it, it's five weeks away, but... We've talked about Kyle Pitts 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And we've yeah. talked about quarterbacks. I want to put yep. that in perspective. We've talked about Kyle Pitts and talked about quarterbacks. We have not talked about any other draft positions that the Patriots are going to be drafting. Mm-hmm. So you think that five weeks sounds far away, but we should have been way deeper in the draft two weeks ago. You know, yeah. just free agency went a little crazy last week and, and derailed some stuff. So I know we had McChicken on. He gave us a bit of a breakdown and that kind of thing, you know, and helped us out there. But it's uh, – so I don't know. Again, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And if this happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's all BS, it's all BS. Again, the guy who told me I have no reason to – I have no reason to doubt him. And I have – you know, he has no reason to lie to me. You know well, what I mean? And it's not like a super far stretch either. You know what I right. mean? Like, I mean, it's what we've been talking about. This just kind of is, a, is someone saying like, hey, like what you guys have been talking about is what's being talked about within the organization. So it's like if he's wrong, he's wrong. That means that we're wrong, too. We've been talking about it for a while, too. So, you know. Well, for this sure. is this is apparently inside information. Yes. Right. So this that isn't. Means- an, that's why I was specific with him. I mean, yeah. My exact, I mean, I read the whole, I read our, our whole exchange. I said, is this your opinion or is this, you know, what you've been told? And he said, told, mm-hmm. you know, um, again, I appreciate him offering me up this information. Be honest with you guys. I was a little worried about putting it out there because I knew it could make me look fraudulent. You know what I mean? Especially if it doesn't happen, but, uh, yeah, it is all what it takes. is, you know? This is what I've been told. Uh, I'm told it's reliable. Uh, I I have the same questions as you. Why aren't any blue check marks <laughs> reporting it? I gave you the reason I was given in the past. I've seen a few people on Twitter mentioning it. Something similar that they expect the Patriots to move up. The reporters. Yeah, they said they expect it. So, again, I don't know if that's them not wanting to go all in like this guy has gone all in with me right the other part of me has wondered why aren't you putting it out there but there's another patriots podcast out there that i know has some insights to some other insights and i know that they get inside information because that person is not ready to release it so they they give it to him you know what i mean so Maybe it's that kind of situation. Anyways, um, I was pretty, you know, intrigued by that by that statement. I knew what it meant, and uh, I'm not used to having people giving me stuff, <laughs> you know. So I think that's why it really throws me off because, like, we legit have a cup that says zero sources. Mm-hmm. We do. I have it right here. Connor, <laughs> yeah, Connor uses it with pride. I do. <laughs> it's my favorite coffee cup. So that's it. For those of you who are late, I got this message this morning. Take this to the bank. Bill is trying to move up in the draft. He's actively talking to multiple teams. The one thing holding them back is the player that these teams are asking for in the trade package. Multiple picks are involved along with a player. Both teams, he's negotiating with Gilmore, and Bill is hesitant. So use it as it is. And, uh, yep, the mug will need to be changed. The snap time says to one source. (laughs) That makes sense. So I think that I'm the only Point. one on. I think Connor, you and I, though, I'm the only one that's allowed the one source. You'll have the one source. I'll, all of zero. Oh, do I'll I gotta keep change the zero my, sources? Do I have to change my Twitter profile now? You might, yeah. Only if it nah. comes true. If it actually has, then you can say one source. That's true. 
Yeah. That's a good point. I don't want to call this a source <laughs> because I didn't actively search this person out. They actively searched me out. So I'm going to keep it like says, that. Tia as long as your source isn't MoChan, then we're good. <laughs> if there's not MoChan. Mo when MoChan says something, I take that to the bank. For sure. Or, or yeah. Spike King. Because uh, he's been oh. wrong a lot too. <laughs> Con- Connor's Just laugh. saying. <laughs> Just saying. Con- Connor's friends with him in real life outside. I know. Of I know him. But he, he's, he's he did from my say area. that he said Marcus Cannon and, and Dante Hightower were going to retire. He said that back in November. You're going to cause problems uh, yeah, for Connor. No, that's okay. He's, he said really. a, he said a lot of things that haven't come to fruition. Oh. No, all his all his trolls have been coming after me because I said something about it. But there's another oh, well. account on there I saw today. It was called the like real spiking. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 something like that. And he's yeah. like a lawyer. He's like a yeah. mass lawyer. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he, he he tweets very similar to your boy. That's I good know. To know. I was like, I thought it was weird at first. I was like, do I need to block you? But <laughs> I was like, he said he was a lawyer, so I feel like I can't block like a legit person. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm unless gonna keep an eye out for you, sir. Unless that's unless that's Spike King's uh, burner burner. Maybe yeah. yeah. Maybe he's or maybe it's his lawyer. How long <laughs> have you been boys with the Spike King? Is he like a lifer for you? No, no. I know him through mutual friends. I so know him. Know- through yeah. uh, number one commenter of comment com- Connor commentary. Oh, really? Yes. Are they boys or they just know each other? They work together. So they have friends and they work together. And then I met him through that. Then he came on Connor commentary. With the belt? He brought the belt, right? No, he didn't he bring the belt. the belt. Did he bring the belt? I think he brought the With belt. The belt. So the number one commentary, this is the number one commentary. That's like one of your best friends, right? Yes. Who just like reveals childhood stories about you on Facebook. All the time, he does to everyone. <laughs> He's ruthless. That's the that's the guy. That's the um, the this story that Connor was telling about the guy who called and, and threatened the the guy's grandmother over fantasy football. That's him. He did. Oh that's my certainly gosh. him. That was a, it was very aggressive to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> Threatening a asked, grandma. And I asked if uh, I I got to check. I haven't seen a tweet from the fantasy wolf in a while. I'm wondering if he blocked me. No, no, he didn't. He didn't? he didn't. No, no, he just hasn't been on. Oh, okay, because he's usually on like crazy. So all of a sudden, he I wasn't is, seeing yeah, anything. Yeah. So I was like, "No, I was I, with him on Saturday night. He just hasn't been on." Okay, because that's one of your boys too. That's a real boy. To you, yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. I was just with him in person the other night. Did you tell him that we were pumping him up on the show? I did. Yeah. Did you? Pumped. I did. <laughs> I did he? tell him that. Yeah. Because obviously he doesn't watch because he would have heard it if he did. He d- right? he does watch sometimes. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he's familiar with the whole the whole thing. He knows who Sarah is and everything. So he definitely watches. Shout out uh, Fantasy Wolf, whoever shout you are. The, shout out to the Fantasy Wolf. Well, shout out to the Fantasy Wolf because one of my favorite follows on Twitter, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Go follow him. Go follow and he's, him. He's, and he's, he's got a lot to say. He is. Yeah. And he's, he's he, a good and, dude. And he's smart. Like he says a lot of smart things. Yeah, he he watches like in depth. He loves watching film and watching everything. He's into it. And he's the commissioner of your your fantasy league, right? He is. Yeah. Who encourages Pat to to threaten grandmothers and stuff? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's an aggressive league. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> you Bostonians, man. I'm the two time. I'm a two time champion, by the way. Two time. Back to two, back, the past two, two years. Two-time champion, two-time two champion. champion. Two years in a row. So you got two rings? I have two rings, yes, sir. Do I need to go flaunt my three? Just to yeah. say when, when you win three, come talk to me again. Uh, it's going to be a, a, it's gonna be tough. I have a WWE championship. 
Does that mean anything? Nice. They give her, they give you a belt. It's a um, it's a divas championship. They're not called divas anymore. But what's really funny is it's it's um a replica, so it's like the same size. It's just not the metal one that's like five hundred dollars. Nice. But I went to SummerSlam in LA and my friend and I were walking from the hotel to the event and we ha- we both had a belt on it. People thought we were like legit like superstars. They were like, Did you just <laughs> win those? And we were like, Yeah, and they like believed us. You should have like stopped they, and signed autographs. I know, right? They like wanted pictures and stuff. I'm like, this is weird. Do I look like a wrestler? Do I look athletic to you? Like, no. I'm paying $300 to meet John Cena right now. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. You paid $300 to meet John Cena? Uh, Not 300 probably 200 and something. It went up every year. But yes, the three times I met him, I paid over $100. John Cena's getting that bag. Mm-hmm. I thought hey. you mass boys were like humble and down to earth and... I know John John Cena doesn't live far from where I where I'm at. I don't think or West Newbury, from. right? His yeah. his dad, yeah, his dad lives there still. You can actually have him like officiate your wedding, and I'm like, yes. so I, funny funny story. Now that we're talking about all of this, he officiated the uh, Fantasy Wolves wedding, which See, I was in. We need that, yes, but then did. it's like it's John Cena Senior. I'm like, can you just invite your son? Were you, so were you a best man? Up? I was a groomsman. So you met John Cena Sr. is what you're saying? Yes, I did. I did meet his father. Was he like the best ever? He's actually pretty funny. Yeah, he did a good job. He is really witty. Because he also does wrestling shows, I think. I think he like commentates or something. I don't know. He does a bunch of stuff. I'm like, man, your son, the love of my life. That's what I I would tell him, even though his son's married. And an old man now. He's not that old. He's only like, he's going to be 44 next month. He's six years from 50. That's true. That's cool. So Battle Royale Butter. Nice name. Great name. I think we said that the last time. Great name. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I know it's early, but what's your score predictions for Bucks versus Pat this season? Much love. Wow. Well, Um, regardless of what we say, we're going to be in trouble. Yep. I'm going to say 50 to zero Patriots. Boom. Now that's a good prediction. Mm-hmm. I will say it's going to be a little bit closer, but more <laughs> like 49 like, to three. Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> yes. I was going to say like 31, 17 Patriots. Woo-hoo. What did you say? 31, 17 Patriots. Woo-hoo. Yeah, buddy. You guys are both out of your mind. Oh, We're just being homers today. Okay. Didn't you see Connor's tweet about Nick Folk? I have already. Nick I have Folk's already. Every field goal. I have already told you how this uh, on the Patreon how this season's going to f- unfold. Oh, they're going to lose to Brady. Excuse you. And everybody's going to say, "See, Belichick can't win without Brady." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yes. And then they're going to meet again in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Belichick's going to win. Yep. You know that. That sounds like a better deal. I'll go with that. We'll uh, lose it's 50 too late. to zero. <laughs> so Connor did put out today, though, that um, all the def- all the offense has to do is get it past midfield once. Not even like the, the third past midfield. <laughs> That's it. Nick That's Folk it. will take care of business. The defense will not let up a point. You have every game going 3 nothing this season. At least. I think that they might score more points some games, but I'm saying as long as they do that and they get out to the 3 nothing lead, they should be able to win every game from there. The defense should just shut them down. I love the optimism. Oh. McChicken says Western Massachusetts is fake. He's so right. 
Just saying. That's why I've always said Western Mass is like fake Mass. <laughs> is that mm. Connor's face. Far, far west. It's just why? Why is it fake? Because I don't know. You don't even know it's like there. It's like Boston, and then whatever. I'm just. It's just a joke. Not a good one. <laughs> Fair enough. So Nelson Aguilar said today that he thinks that Cam Newton is going to be a great quarterback. But interesting, too, he said that his draw to sign with the Patriots was being able to play with Cam Newton and offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. Hmm. Any thoughts on that? I like the first one. I am. It's the second year because Cam said a big reason why he wanted to go to the Patriots was Josh McDaniels. And this is just goes along with what I think we've said that Cam was a good guy to have at quarterback to draw free agents in. So he that's just confirming it. And it's possible that that's why, I mean, other than the fact that we heard Belichick was like swooning over him um, in the off season, um, it's possible that they brought him in because his name and, you know, there are a lot of people that like him and he's a legendary quarterback to people and whatnot. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, I know that Cam Newton is well-respected throughout the league. I'm not surprised at all that Nelson Aguilar likes and respects Cam. I think almost the entire league has respect and admiration for Cam, especially as a person. Um, Even as a player, I think a lot of them still like him, but I'm sure as a person they're all very uh, admirable towards Cam. But Josh McDaniels I thought was kind of a funny one, but he obviously must have a pretty good reputation in the league as well because they've been a fantastic offense obviously with the exception of last year, but I expect them to take a big leap forward. And I, I, we talked about this last night who has more pressure on them. Tom, uh, not Tom Brady, uh, Bill Belichick or Cam Newton. I think Josh McDaniels has just as much pressure on him as anybody. Yeah, that's for sure. Especially bringing Cam back. And it's like, you guys need to do better this year together because we saw that it didn't go too well last year. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because now it's like we're saying before, like now Cam has all the weapons. He has a second season. He has OTAs and everything. Josh McDaniel says everything as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like he would be almost equally as to blame if he can't figure out the way to, you know, play to cam strengths and put together a better offensive game plan this season because there's kind of no excuse last year there were a ton of excuses but this year not so much yeah he's kind of like slid under the radar as far as like from the media i mean people have been mostly blaming belichick or cam newton no one's really Mm -hmm. talking about mcdaniels and anything that he contributed to that didn't go well either i want to thank you uh so nino so, so Nino, Nino for, for the donation. Connor, uh, there's no comment, so can you keep an eye out and see if there's a comment from him? Thank you, sir. I will look. I did see that. I didn't see a follow-up. Ross says, here's another pizza for the Boston Boomer. And now the question. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I Thank want you. pizza now. <laughs> Why do you have to say pizza? DPN, <laughs> is there any free agencies you still have interest in? So let's start with that one. Me? I really can't think of them. I, I'd have to look and see, but I, I'm very, very happy with the team that we have going forward, especially after the two signings today. Um, they've brought back everybody that I wanted them to bring back, and they've gone out there and signed everybody that I would want them to sign, and then some. So they've already exceeded my expectations in this offseason. Uh, I, I, I really can't think of anyone. I'm waiting for the uh, Danny Shelton reunion. That's my last mm-hmm. piece, just to completely strengthen that one, yeah. on that line. Yeah, if they I did mean, that, that'd be great. But if not, I'm still happy. 
Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Like, I don't really... There's no one that I have any... I mean, a dream, Rex Burkhead, because I love Rex Burkhead. But is that going to happen? Probably not. So, I mean, if that happened, it would just be like sprinkles on the free agency cake that they did this year because I'm pretty content with what they've done. Second question is, Sarah McComer, have you decided on your next background yet? No, I still have a white wall. But what's awkward is where my desk is. You see, here's the corner. So green screen would be kind of awkward. I said, I think I said to you, Ross, on Twitter that I could, if I put my stuff up here on the wall, like my autographs and stuff, I could do that. But I don't know if that's kind of like dweeby to be like, look at all my autographs. It's me with John Cena. (laughs) I don't know if that would be like weird, but we'll see. I would have to move my desk again. So as of right now, enjoy this white wall. Shade, your odds on Pats versus Bucks. Oh, yes, Connor, that's a Connor's good the gambler. I am. Um, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm putting the. I think the Patriots are favorite for that game, based on paper right now. Patriots are at home, right? Yeah, at mm-hmm. home. It's gonna be a low spread. I mean, it's a tough spread to call at on March 24th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Brady could be hurt by then, and, and they're a 14 point favorite. You know what right. I mean? Or, or, you know. Kyle Mond could be our Kyler Mond could be our quarterback and they're a 14 point underdog. Like it's you don't you never know. It's hard. On paper right now, I'd probably because it's home and the and the defense and the changes they made, I'd probably make the Patriots like a one and a half just because they're the home team. I don't even know if I'd go a full field goal. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a low spread in either direction. Well it all Less depends when three. they it all depends when they play, who's there, all that different kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but the defense is legit. Uh, Lawrence Guy resigned today. Mm-hmm. Big signing, yeah. Uh, I was pretty happy with that. I was pretty happy with the Lawrence Guy. What did you guys think about it? Just a great depth piece. They've already signed a bunch of guys, obviously, like we've said, but that's just a great addition to keep him around, keep him on the line. This defense just keeps looking better and better. Just when I can't stop like boasting about how stacked I think they are, they go out and sign somebody else. Yeah, I was excited. I like that um, they've. I like the pieces that they've brought in, the new additions. But I also like the ones that they've re-signed. I think it was important, and they kept some of the really good ones. And I'm just excited. I I'm just like so excited for this season. And you know, you just said it's March 24th, but I'm just already like so hyped, and I'm just glad to have this feeling again because last year at this point I couldn't say I felt the same. So I'm glad that I'm going to be impatiently waiting for football season again. All right. With that being said, guys, we need to take a quick break here while we're doing that. Connor, maybe you can find some comments for us that we can come back to. But you can hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. You're going to hear about our Patreon page and another bit about our merch store. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. 
Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube, and Facebook page, and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month for five bucks. That's right, five bucks a month. You'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the Celtics, and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind-the-scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not going to make you pay a monthly fee if we're not committed to adding and making it the best possible experience for you. We're not in this to get rich. We're not in this to rip you off. We just want enough to pay our bills and being able to create on Patreon is just one way we're trying to do it. So please come check out our check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please, at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise. And we're back. We are. So you got some comments for us. Yeah, buddy. We got the seal here. My Patriots update says... uh, this might this he is talking about the Buccaneers game. That might be the most hyped up game of all time. I completely agree. I think it's gonna be wild. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of hot takes. There's gonna be a oh lot my of God, yeah. a lot of bad takes. A lot of a lot of everything. So we got a lot of takes in general. Got a super chat here. Is the Leroy Reynolds signing any good? It's Leroy, right? Is it Leroy? Leroy. I love yeah. Leroy. I about him. I just know he's a special teamer and has done pretty special, but I don't know much about him. He's a special team specialist. That's what he'll be. He'll be a backup for uh, in the linebacking core if he makes a team. Uh, he's played for like 30 teams in the yeah. last five years. Uh, yeah. I mean, a special team guy. He's that special team backup linebacker that we've been waiting for him to, for. We've been waiting for uh, Belichick to, to sign. Right, this is usually one of like the big Belichick signings of the past, but now oh, it just yeah. flies under the radar. This is that typical, prototypical Bill Belichick signing. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Yara Adia saying Tampa about to crash us, though. I don't know about that. We'll see. I think it's going to be a very clo- very good game. I will not say anything March 24th. Because, mm-hmm. again, you have no idea what each team is going to look like. If Brady's offensive line gets beat up, it's a different game. If the Patriots' offensive line or defense get beat up, it's a different game. Yep. It's like people who keep saying that Nelson Aguilar is an oversign. Well, yeah, but if he catches a thousand yards and and ten touchdowns, and he's being grossly underpaid, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm just saying that it's. You can't make you can't say anything March 24th. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, we don't even know the schedule yet, too. Like you said, I mean, they could be the first game or they could be one of the last games as com- teams play completely different. We go in here from Jason J says Pat's better trade up. I think they should. That's what we're being told. I think they should. That's what we're being told. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect time to, for them to do it, too, if they can get it done. We go in here from William Weber. He says, I think they'll check is iffy on trade. I think he's supposed to say Belichick is iffy on trading Gilmore because maybe it's a spot where he's not 100% sure he'll still be able to get his guy and then you may get stuck with and you lost your top defender. That's, yeah, that's my a good point. Too, is, like, because we weren't told who, we were told multiple, two teams. Mm-hmm. If it's the Cowboys and somebody else, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. then yeah, you're taking that risk that Mac is going to be available because that's probably going to be the only quarterback available at number 10 if there is one available or you lose Gilmore and you don't get your guy. Or Belichick's looking at this. Listen, I think Belichick's in a much tougher spot than people think right now because Belichick has to take a couple of different things into consideration. Bill Belichick also has to take into consideration that this team is in a situation where they could go for it this year. And if you give up Stephon Gilmore, that could eliminate them from going for it in 2021 or or being as not going for it, but being as strong in 2021. Whereas if you extend Gilmore, you get that contract done and you go and Cam Newton does have, you know, a decent season, then they can compete. Right. I agree. I don't have anything to add. (laughs) All right. Tia Thomas says, did y'all see Kendrick Bourne? On an IG Live recruiting Quan Alexander to the Patriots. I did not. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did not. I, I think he means IG Live. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yep. I really like Kendrick Bourne so far. Like, I just love his attitude, his tweets. Like, he's so excited. And I, I like that he's, like, interacting with Patriots fans and stuff. I just, I just love the energy. I said that on Twitter earlier, too. Just, like, the overwhelming positivity, just excitement for all these guys that are they're coming in. I'm really excited about it. I just wanted to address this question. Um, so Joe says, has Bird signed anywhere, and should the Patriots bring him back for at least the preseason if not? No, be- that's why you signed Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar right. has replaced Demir Bird. He's an upgrade of Demir Bird. They play the same position, like, and they play the same spot on the field. They're both that stretch guy. They have no reason for Demir Bird right now. Basically, Nelson Aguilar is what they were hoping Philip Dorsett and Demir Bird would turn into. And I also want to remind people, Demir Bird probably exceeded expectations last season um, for what he is. And I wouldn't, I, you know, I I think that Nelson Aguilar is a definite upgrade over over both of those guys. So I wouldn't be looking at if Dorsett was still available as well. I wouldn't be looking at either of those two guys to bring in. Yeah, at this point, I think that they've done enough at wide receiver. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good there. I don't know if it would make sense for Demir Bird to come back, only for them to likely likely cut him, or if he did make the team for him to be a serious depth piece. Mm-hmm. NFL talk. We see your comment. We're just not addressing them anymore. Okay, it's, I, it's, you don't want me to bring it up because he's keeps no, saying no, it. don't. I've seen it's, it many times. It's we've seen it. It's just the same repetitive. Yeah, jargon every single day. So we're not putting it up on the screen anymore. Yes. When you say something creative, we'll put it up. But we see it. <laughs> All right, Corey Callahan says, if the Jets are going to trade Darnold and draft Wilson, why haven't they signed a backup QB to mentor and maybe start the year for Zach? Um, I don't know. I thought the other day they came out and said that they were going to keep Darnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seems kind of. 
you silly. hear that kind of stuff all the time though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if, okay, what if, because Sam Darnold's young. What if Sam Darnold balls out this year? Right. What if Sam Darnold looks like that guy and now you have Zach Wilson? Yeah, that would be you tough. I mean? mm-hmm. So you tr- you have to trade Darnold. Right. So you trade Darnold. And then what if Zach Wilson sucks? Yeah. That would have to be a risk that you're willing to take, I guess, but that's pretty risky. You're not putting Cam Newton out there. You know what I mean? Who's 31 years old, who's not a future. You're putting a young Sam Darnold, I think, who's going into his, what, fourth year or fifth year in the league. Yeah. So it's a completely different situation. I think if you get Zach Wilson, you have to trade Sam Darnold. You can't put yourself in that position. You just can't. Right. Or you're going to have a Carson Wentz thing on your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just wouldn't make that much sense for them. I I don't know. They'd have to do something. This is his fourth year, right? Was he drafted the same year as Sony Michelle? I believe so. If not, it was very close. So that would also mean, too, that the the, the Jets would have to decide whether they uh, exercise his fifth-year option. Mm -hmm. Right. And if they don't, he's a free agent next season. And then you lose him for nothing. Right. And if you execute it, it's a lot of money. Right, exactly. It would probably be in their best interest to, to trade them if that's going to be the case. 100%. But it is the it is the Jets, though. So <laughs> that's I don't, a good I point. Much although, from although them. Adam Gase is gone, so that should help. Them. That's true. Maybe they'll be better with the new coach, but it's still like the Jets. But they we'll are see. Just the Jets. Yeah. So Trent Brown came out today and said that I want clear the chat, please. Trent Brown came out today and said that. I've worn a lot of jerseys in my life, but I've never been more proud than the one I put on in a Patriots jersey. Then he said, I never had more fun playing football. I loved that. Me too. I I feel like it's kind of nice because, you know, for, for so long, and this is just what's pushed at us, and I'm not saying that we necessarily believed it, but when they would say, like, don't listen to the noise, we don't pay attention to what's said, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you do. We all know that you do. And then the more that these guys are coming out and saying things like that, it's like he knows that people have been saying, well, they don't have fun in New England. No one wants to play in New England. So I, it's, like, very purposeful, but I feel it's very genuine. And it's nice to hear as a fan because we haven't heard this in a while. We've been hearing more of the trash talk, you know, with, especially with Stafford being like, I don't want to play in New England. You can't trade me to New England. So, I mean, I think that everyone's excited for Trent Brown to be back. So it's great that he's excited, too. Right. It's almost like Trent Brown went out and played on other teams and saw what it was like to play on different franchises in the <laughs> NFL and then said, you know what? I want to go back to New England. It's really fun to play for the Patriots. And it's, it's funny because it he wasn't like gone very long. He went to the Raiders and then it was like, okay, I'm back. It's like right. he, he saw that the grass was not greener on the other side. Well, he also got. He also got. England. He also became the highest paid offensive lineman in the oh, NFL, guys. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and he I mean, that, that, That's a big thing to ignore, though. You know what I mean? He left. He it, didn't leave because he was looking for a better team. He knew it was better with the Patriots. But yeah, when you can become Bill Belichick was not going to make Trent Brown the highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL at that yeah. time. You know what I mean? The the mm-hmm. uh, the then Oakland Raiders were this league for the most part money talks. Yeah, you know true. what I mean. There's not a lot of, unless you got veteran guys ring chasing, you know, money talks in this league. Look at the Patriots this year. Mm-hmm. I know what Aguilar said, but trust me, all those guys aren't signing to play for with Cam Newton. I know we yeah. want to believe that, but he's they're, he's they're not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Hunter Henry, Henry, Hunter Henry said, you know, I loved, you know, I love Bill Belichick and yada, yada, yada. But if somebody else came and offered double the money that Belichick was offering. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have done it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, I think Trent Brown's a legit guy. Trent Brown's also made his money. He's won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. You know, would this have been a fun place to be when they're seven and nine? Don't forget the last time he played in New England, he got a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. Of course he had fun. He got traded from San Francisco, played one season with the Patriots, had the greatest offensive line coach in the history of the NFL, won a Super Bowl, and then became the highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL. Of course New England is fun. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, see how but- fun it is. You know, it wouldn't have been fun last year. It wouldn't have been fun in 2019 when the yeah. offenses were struggling for two years straight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a lot different now than it was when he was here. But hopefully it'll still be good. The team looks a lot better this year. Fingers crossed. I know. That's me always. <laughs> so I saw this comment last night and we never got to it. And it said, am I the only one worried about the quarterback situation? If Cam doesn't ball out and the Patriots don't select the right quarterback. Um, here's what I'm going to say. Welcome to life without Tom Brady. And even if Tom Brady would have stayed with the Patriots, you're legit three years away from addressing this anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's not forget that there was an NFL draft that Jared Goff and Carson Wentz went number one and number two. Right. Mitchell Trubisky went number one overall. Yep. Yeah. There's some misses. And those weren't Bill Belichick picks, by the way, either, guys. Yeah. So, look, it's... Here's the good news. You know who absolutely nailed their quarterback hit pick? Like, just nailed it when they drafted him? The, the Detroit, the no, the Detroit Lions. They really did. They mm-hmm. nailed it with Matthew Stafford. What else did they do? Yeah, nothing. So you can't. You know, I get your concern. I'll let you guys give your answer. I get your concern. For me, that can't be your focus, right? I mean, they, they've obviously done a ton. The team's completely stacked at this point. I, I understand the concern because it's like, oh, if they go out and they draft somebody who ends up being the next next Mitchell Trubisky and Cam continues to struggle, they're in a little bit of a difficult situation this year and for the next couple of years to come potentially. But I don't think it's going to put them in a worse position than they were in last season. It's just going to delay the the rebuild a little bit. Yeah, I just say embrace the unknown. This is not something that we're used to as most fans over the last 20 years. But, you know, you just have to, um, I don't know, be excited, um, you know, not have your expectations as high as they were when they were when Tom Brady was on the team. But it can still be fun to watch Patriots football, even if they're not winning or you're mad or whatever. Like I had a lot of fun watching last season, even though a lot of people didn't. So you can still try to find something good. Um but yeah, it's we're this as Ray said, we were gonna have to deal with this um eventually anyway, sooner rather than later. So I'm glad that we're having to deal with it now because then we can get you know be better and legit sooner. 
Hopefully. So yeah, obviously, I, Joe's got a point here. The real reason that free agents are signing with the team is to sign with all pro Jake Bailey. Duh. I don't blame them. Yes, mm-hmm. he is a he is a legitimate weapon. Do you so. think that's why Nick Folk came back? Because he was like, man, I can go anywhere and be the goat of kickers, but. I can't leave Jake Bailey, the ultimate weapon on special teams or in, the, think- in the league. I mean, to me, it really goes like when we talk about weapons in the league right now, it goes Jake Bailey, excuse me, Jake Bailey, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, <laughs> yep. you know, Aaron Rodgers. What about Nick Folk? Aaron Donald. Nick Folk's like right after Aaron Donald, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, he's probably about number five. Yeah. Okay. Jake, Jake Bailey. Bailey. Jake Bailey and uh, Nick Folk, man, talk about a serious uh, special teams duo right there. One of the best <laughs> in the league. Chevy on production says, the Lions are decent, but their front office is horrible. The culture that they've cultivated throughout the years contributes heavily on them being in a weird state of purgatory. Oh, no, I agree with you. I wasn't making the point of, like, Matthew Stafford was the issue in Detroit. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is they absolutely nailed, absolutely nailed the 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 pick with Stafford, but never really put enough around him, never had the front office around him, never had anything around him that right. formulated into success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that's why he went to the Rams, man. I can't blame him. Good for him. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. You know, the I agree with exactly what Chevion said though. They they've been kind of a dumpster fire, like just slightly above the Jets essentially for years. And Matt Stafford's just been trying to you know, somehow win as many games with him as he can. I don't I don't put it on uh, Matt Stafford at all. All right. Hey, DPN crew, y'all great. So question, who do you like more, Fields, Mac, or Lance? I am a Trey Lance fan. Everybody knows that. I won't get into a big explanation. Big arm, athletic, smart, uh, hit, yeah. great head for the game. I love Trey Lance. That's my guy. Based on the little that I have saw at Lance as well, especially after that pro day. Um, I don't know enough about any of them to have a favorite. So <laughs> whoever is great in the Patriots, bring, I mean, I have to be honest. I can't I can't pick. People like Trey Lance right now, so I like Trey Lance right now. That's fine. Nice. Arthur <laughs> says, what if Stidham balls out and wins a start over Cam? He won't. <laughs> Ain't happening, Arthur. I appreciate your optimism, but. Hey, I would be happy because that would probably mean that Stidham looks unbelievable. He would do I like mean, a. What's what's further than a 180, a 360? He would have done a 720 if that's what happens. <laughs> that's a lot of turning. You want him to do a 180. A 360 would mean that he would turn right back into garbage again. So it'd be okay, full, yeah. So he, ha- he, he has to keep going. He needs to do like a 900. <laughs> that's still a full rotation, man. Ugh. He would be going around in circles and circles and circles. You want a 180. He would get All right, good. He, yeah. Stidham's getting cut. <laughs> oh, wow, that was, <laughs> that was like a huge jump. Bill Belichick, just so everybody knows, built this team for Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also why I think they are looking at Trey Lance or Justin Fields because they can come and run a Cam Newton offense after. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton will probably more than, again, Cam Newton doesn't even have to be great. Cam Newton has to be serviceable. Cam Newton likes to throw to tight ends. Cam Newton likes to run RPOs. And Cam Newton likes to take the occasional shot down the field. You add that with a dynamic running game. You now have your third down running back back in James White. Yep. That's where I'm at right now. That's where we're at. Um, Paul's saying 
can Cam throw a five-yard screen pass? No, he can. That's a stupid question. I can throw a five-yard screen pass. So if I can throw a five-yard screen pass, Cam Newton can throw a five-yard screen pass. It's just yes. the ongoing joke. So right. it's kind of old. If you enjoy it, that's fine. But like, you know, we're kind of past that. Everybody who watches film has broken down that that, that wasn't even Cam Newton's fault. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. who watches film has broken down how that wasn't Cam Newton's fault. But yeah, he's talking about the Rams one, right? Yeah, but but again, yeah. it it doesn't fit the narrative. People, it's we do the same thing when we have it. We'll say whatever fits our narrative. And trust me, I'm like on this show. I'm like the Paul. It was one game, dude. It was one game with the stupid. Th- I can see him sitting there too. <laughs> It was one game. It was one one pass, one play and one pass. Come on, man. Come on. I have faith. I have faith that he'll be able to complete the five-yard screen pass. Me too. I have more than faith. He's going <laughs> to be great. Sarah says conviction. says with conviction. Mm-hmm. It's the hill I'm on. And I'm, yeah, willing glad, to die I'm glad on. that we had an awkward silence Let's before go. you guys would finally jump in and say something. <laughs> well, every once, in a, like- every once in a while, if it's quiet, I need you guys to jump in and just take over. You know what I mean? I just need you to, I'm out of things to say. And there's three of us. So one of you need to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's finish this with a troll. Why don't we? All right. Uh-oh. Makes sense. It's a little bit amazing to me that the Kansas City Chiefs fans in particular away from our own fan base who was the worst culprits of this but Kansas City Chiefs fans told me that now that Tom Brady's gone free agents won't want to sign with the New England Patriots mm-hmm I was also told that players were going to take pay cuts to go play with the Kansas City Chiefs. Patriots went out and they didn't do much in free agency. They only signed Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Matt Judon, you know, re-signed a bunch of their own, uh, Davin Gotcha, Henry Anderson, you know, just, just you know, uh, Jalen Mills, just guys. No names, no names. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of Joe Tooney, who signed with the Kansas City Chiefs? Because I know Juju took less money to go play with Ben Roethlisberger over Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I've seen a lot of people, you know, visit the Chiefs, but then they signed with a different team. It's very odd. There's been a lot of teams. They must have watched the Super Bowl. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They must have looked and just thought, hmm. My favorite thing is Patrick Mahomes' most iconic moment of his life is an incomplete pass. I know it's all over ESPN's like top plays and incomplete well, pass in the Super Bowl where he didn't complete where they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, that's and the most then, iconic moment of his of his career. And they even came up with that stat of um, how many yards he ran around the entire game trying to avoid being sacked because his line couldn't protect him. It was like four hundred and ninety two yards. That's a record. I'm like, who calculates that? <laughs> that's a like, record. <laughs> why? Why would you want to like? be proud of that it was like yeah his line did not protect him and he couldn't throw the ball and he was running around all night like congratulations 
Well, that's the blo- That's the look at the narrative. Coaches, NFL coaches will look at that stuff all the time. How much did our quarterback have to run to get away from the thing? I mean, that's actually a common stat that's kept. If you look at a lot of analytics, they keep all those stats. But away from that, um, what what they're failing to point out by just using the numbers is that Patrick Mahomes left his pocket way too early and left his protection way too early way too many times. Yeah. Yeah. When he not he never and I've noticed this about Mahomes and I started watching this as I'm going through this season again. He never slides up in the pocket, you know. He never finds a, a a soft spot in the pocket to get into. As soon as protection breaks down, he's out of there, and he starts running for his life. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' pocket presence isn't great. Right, it isn't great at all. He's really good at running around and making iconic incomplete passes, but. He's not good at standing in that pocket as soon as the pressure starts breaking or, you know, as soon as the protection starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Brady well, it, used to do. He'd hang in the pocket and then throw the football, take the hit, or he'd move up in the pocket and I'll try and elude the pass rush that way. Yeah. Well, and I was just saying about the stat, they were making it seem like it was a good thing. That's why I was laughing at it because it was like, it's, that's not like one that he should want to like hang on the mantle. Like, Oh no, I get it, but it's a narrative, right? It's yeah. like the Cam didn't have a preseason narrative. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, neither did Brady, and he won a Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. Tyler Heineke, how much time did he have with the starting lineup of Washington? And, you know, how well did he play when he was there? You know, Alex Smith is coming off of like a half a broken leg, you know, or, or almost severing his leg. It's yeah. whatever narrative you want to use, you can find, right? Yeah. Like people who didn't want Cam Newton to shoulder blame, put it on that. People who want Cam Newton to shoulder blame talk about the one time he threw a screen pass when Damian Harris got held by Aaron Donald, you know, that got intercepted. Mm-hmm. It's, it depends what narrative you want to get at. It's, again, stupid blame like that, but then major excuses on the other side as well. Cam Newton throwing the ball at somebody's ankles has nothing to do with complicated playbooks and, you know what I mean, everything else. Right. It's a bad throw, right? But we do it on this show. Everybody does it. Those, all, the, all those people do it. Whatever you want your narrative to look like, that's the narrative you'll pick. And you'll mm-hmm. pick stats and cherry picks. The same way I cherry pick stats and analytics to make my point. That's what they do too. I mean, you look at Skip Bayless. He comes with every stat <laughs> in the world to prove something. And if you took him for face value, he's got you beat. Yeah. You know, Max Kellerman's Brady's going to fall off a cliff. Statistically, he was 100% right in his assessment. Because what Tom Brady has done is never been seen before. And to clarify before the comments start, I didn't say that Tom Brady fell off a cliff. But when you pick a narrative, like Brady's going to be a bum in short order, look at Favre, look at Manning, Look at all those guys and look how quickly they like the the numbers are there. MVP years, Cliff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All depends what narrative you want to push. That's the narrative you're gonna do. Very true. And I think that when you're looking at this, the only real question that you can really ask is is tell me about those Patriots. They are going to be legit kid because i think the purpose of 
faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And, 